Rangers of Rome. Today we are talking about Tiberius Gracchus, the first of the two reformer brothers who would have a very complex legacy. For a very long time, Tiberius Gracchus was seen as almost wholly negative. There aren't a lot of ancient historians who have much good to say about him because he was kind of a populist reformer, and most of the ancient historians come from the upper classes. It isn't until we start getting into the idea of the French Revolution, really, that you get a little bit reclamation around Tiberius Gracchus. Tiberius was born sometime between 169 and 164 BC. His family was wealthy, not patricians, but not poor. They were a member of the ruling elite, even if they weren't part of the senatorial class. At this point in Roman history, being plebeian versus patrician was less important than being rich versus poor. The Gracchus family was fairly loyal to the Scipios, and Tiberius's father was actually married to the daughter of Scipio Africanus in gratitude for his support during some of Scipio Africanus's legal troubles following the Second Punic War. Tiberius's education was largely overseen by his mother. Tiberius was ambitious, and basically all ambitious Romans went into the military. He is said to have had an epiphany while in the military, and while he was traveling around the country, he noticed that all of the land was being worked by slaves, barbarian slaves that had been won on conquest and campaign, and not by small local landowners. This is sort of the issue that we talked about during the secession of the plebs several episodes back, the idea that we have this consolidation of power away from poorer individuals and all into the hands of wealthy slave-owning elites. And the trend had continued even after the secession of the plebs to the point where now we have semi-professional soldiers who spend a lot of time in the field and a lot of land-holding important patricians dotted throughout the countryside, as well as a growing population of urban poor. So Tiberius started to form a strategy, and he got himself elected the Tribune of the Plebs. The Tribune was the office that was invented as part of the secession of the Plebs. The idea was that it would be the protector of the Plebs, and the Tribune of the Plebs had a lot of protections to make sure that it could keep being the protector. So you weren't allowed to touch the Tribune of the Plebs. Not, I mean, you physically could put hands on them, but you couldn't uh, arrest them or remove them from somewhere they didn't want to be. You couldn't assault them. You couldn't attack them. You couldn't charge them with anything. During the time while they were in office, they were sacrosanct. Uh, and they also had to be in Rome at this point. So during the time they were in office and in Rome, they were sacrosanct. And they had a lot of power. Traditionally, the way laws worked is that they were brought from the tribune to the senate to approve and then brought in front of the people. But Tiberius Gracchus had this plan for land reform. And this was not going to be a plan that the senate ever liked or approved of. 
So rather than do the whole song and dance and take this law before the Senate and try and push them to be interested in it, he skipped them entirely. He went straight to the people. He took the law to them and asked them to acclaim or denounce it. This was a breaking of tradition, a breaking of the mice maiorum, the way of the elders, the way things had always been done, which is sort of Roman version of case law, but it is far less unrefutable. You can break mice maiorum, but that's when alarm bells start going off. And the next 150 years, we'll see a lot of breaking of mice maiorum. So the thing about being the tribune of the plebs is that the only real check on your power is another tribune. So Tiberius Gracchus is one tribune trying to bring the law of land reform before the people. But there's another tribune named Octavius. In general, for most tribunes of the plebs, they just kind of wound up acting in the interest of the Senate. Sort of the only people who were elected were rich, important people, and so they kind of just fell in line and acted with the voice of the majority. And that included this tribune Octavius, who vetoed Tiberius's attempt to bring the law before the people, because any tribune could veto anything at any time. And so, frustrated with Octavius's veto, Tiberius called for Octavius to be voted out of office, and Octavius vetoed that vote as well. They have a term limit, but a tribune of a pleb is an incredibly powerful office. And so Tiberius took a pretty aggressive step that would set the stage for both how powerful the office would be and the Senate feeling like it had to do anything it could to rebel against him, to stop him. Tiberius ordered that Octavius be forcefully removed so that they could actually get down to the business of making laws. And Octavius was a tribune of the plebs. He was sacrosanct. But Tiberius is also a tribune of the plebs. Tiberius is also a tribune of the plebs, and you can't bring any attacks against them. You can't accuse them of anything. They are above the law for the time that they are in office. And once the Senate had realized how powerful this was, the position that Tiberius was in right now, they did not feel like they had any option but to capitulate. So they gave in. They said, okay, we will allow the Land Redistribution Act to pass. We will create a council, a, a seat of three people who will oversee this land redistribution that will be you, Tiberius, your brother, Gaius, and uh, Scipio. With the consciousness, with the understanding of how much power Tiberius holds, the Senate is not interested in reform. Right now, Rome is turning into a boiling kettle, and the Senate has plugged up every hole that steam might escape from and really made it difficult for any change to take place, for any progress to be made. Things are going pretty well for the Senate, but more than that, their concern tends to be about fighting within each other. It's like the wealthy families of Westeros. They 
want to unseat other families more than they want to change things for the real lowly people. Reform now in the 21st century has an almost universally positive PR. But reform in the ancient world had only a couple of examples of people who were well regarded for it. Brutus the Elder, as much as you can call him a reformer, was still well remembered. Solon, the constitutionalist of Athens, was still well remembered. But most people saw Tiberius Gracchus as a populist, as an egotistical man angling for more power using the poorer classes. They didn't see the poorer classes as having real grievances that warranted attention. And this deafness to the needs of the poorer classes is probably what is going to set the stage for a real seed change, for a real revolution. It often is. That's what everybody gets so angry at Marie Antoinette for, that she supposedly said, let them eat cake. They have no bread, let them eat cake. This deafness and lack of understanding and lack of empathy. So with the consciousness of Tiberius's power and with a complete deafness to the validity of the concerns of the lower classes, the Senate decides to act and they organize something that would be the end of Tiberius, kind of a brawl, a fight around some of how this land is being redistributed that they make sure starts up and they make sure that a couple people target Tiberius and beat him to death. And so in a quote-unquote conspiracy, but it is not really that veiled. This is not deep conspiracy. They did not have to be too quiet about this. Life was a little cheaper back then. They managed to take out their main opposition with physical violence. And that murder will really set the stage for his brother, to try to exceed Tiberius's daring and to try to make a go of being a reformer in an even bigger way. And we'll get to that next week. Well, if you have a chance, please review my podcast on any podcast player that you happen to use, whether it be Overcast or CastBox or iTunes. And I hope you get to make some history this week. Thanks. <laughs>